Welcome to Dig It. This is Edge with my co-host, Corey Lynn of Corey's Digs. And we have a special guest with us today, John Paul Rice. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. How about you? It's a wonderful day. How are you? Doing good. <laughs> glad to have you. So glad you could come on the show. A last minute request and you just hopped mm-hmm. right on. Yeah. <laughs> He's not even at home, as you can tell. Right, from your (laughs) undisclosed location. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, today we thought that we would switch things up and just have sort of a deep spiritual conversation (laughs) about everything that's going on in the world, um, how we're uh, dealing with that on a spiritual level, how we move on from that, how we not just survive, but thrive in this time. And so mm-hmm. I just thought maybe I'd open it up and, mm-hmm. um, and kind of ask you guys, you know, with everything that's going on in the world, from COVID to war, psychological mm-hmm. warfare, economic warfare, the attacks on our children and the family. I mean, do you really see this as one gigantic agenda that we're facing to collapse our society. How deep does this really go? Go ahead. You want to take that? You want to take that one, Corey? Oh, I was going to. I'm like I'm like in my own world over here of of uh, trying to figure out my uh, way for my family around all these agendas you just talked about. So I'm going to let you take this one for the moment. Selfish, you (laughs) selfish, selfish person. You. I know. Isn't it terrible? (laughs) how dare you just play hot potato with like oh john if you had a megaphone and your message right now could just be you know hit out of the ballpark to the rest of the world and straighten all this shit out what would that message be I think not a lot of No, you know, it's, it's a softball question. We understand, but <laughs> just figured, you know, <laughs> considering all the fortunes that you have to tell us, <laughs> could, could you conjure up some kind of like miracle? <laughs> well, you know maybe, I mean, yeah, right? I think that we could use some miracles. And yeah, right. I do think yeah. that it's all interconnected. They're not each individual thing. We've got to look at the big picture. And yeah, I do think that it really does go deep on a spiritual level. And I'm not sure how many people are connected that deep, seeing things that deeply. Yeah. Um, So let's just, let's just hammer out a few, I guess like a couple of things that are not necessarily agenda driven, but are that are, things that we know are true can't necessarily be proven by data and all the analytics and everything sort of point data and analytics and science all just are evidence-based like it's a limited evidence-based concept it has no god in it uh it doesn't it only looks at the material really at its fundamental core it looks at the material the that uh no, there's more to it than that. And everybody knows that. And it's coming online now that that's the case. Okay. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? <clears throat> okay. Everybody in the entire world, 7 billion plus 
or more or less, however you view it, whatever the real number is, I don't give a shit. Um, the point is that every single one of us occupies a space in the universe, our own. And that means we all have our own unique identity, reality, and infinite consciousness in God. Yep. What's happening is, is that the unconscious forces, however they operate, and I'm not going to go into detail how that and why that is, because it's, it's not, it's not going to solve the problem. The root cause of the issue is our blindness. Mankind's unconscious mind enabled evil to come into conscious being in man. Fauci, Bidens, all those people are people who grew up in homes where pedophilia and child abuse was normalized. Hunter Biden loves his father. The little boy that Hunter Biden once was, he loves his daddy. Mm -hmm. His daddy is God. His mommy is God. Yeah, good point. His, I mean, his, his father, if you look at the, I'm just saying, if people want evidence, go, wait a minute, bullshit. Prove it to me. Okay, go look at the text messages of what he was talking about. I think it was on the Gateway Pundit like a year and a half or so ago. I don't remember. Go find it. Go look it up. All of the text messages or emails that he sent that this was not about. This was about a, a, a man who was tormented with demons. Right. Yeah. He, yeah. he wanted his father to not do this shit to him. Mm -hmm. Good he point. said I think as much. I think that um, people don't realize that that we are vessels that can be inhabited and influenced. Mm -hmm. And it's whatever you choose to allow to inhabit that vessel. Right. And we all have personal choice. So it is, this is a very personal uh, sort of conversation, but it also extends to what you were referring to all the way around the globe global powers people these these people that are in power they're just vessels too allowing themselves to be influenced right 100 percent, and it's and it's because they this is the hardest part to even conceive of for which there is a point to what i'm going to say and i, I will try to make my case for this tonight because it it has nothing to do with what you think about them or what should happen to them or what uh, fate awaits them or what, whatever it is. If you have revenge on your mind, you need to get solid with yourself because I'm going to tell you some things that are quite honestly the God-honest truth that I've come to know for myself. And nobody could have ever brought this to me. I could have never imagined it in my entire life. I was shown unconditional love on a level that when you say, well, you don't deserve it, I go, yeah, I can see that, but there was something else there. And it, proved, it was proving itself day after day. I didn't have to believe it anymore. I believed it. I doubted it because I had to believe it because I doubted it. And then I couldn't doubt it anymore. And I knew it, I, it became known to be true. And what I mean by that is the ultimate truth is this. You were born a child of God, every single one of you, to the dimmest that exists to this day. And each one of you is a beautiful rose. 
as a child bloomed like God designed for you, toiling in the darkness. Have you of an eternal yeah sorry go it's ahead. just yeah but it's just it's 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 the story of each and every one of us in the way that is divine to transcend that which is blind to to begin to see the truth in all that is without right. losing your mind that's mm-hmm. really what it is the beauty that the space in which you occupy the time and space of where you exist right now and the beauty that you can see in it and manifest is the model that must be followed and created to be a mirror to all things, reflecting back into the souls of all. That's really what it, what it comes down to is no more time for talking, no more time for debating, only time for doing. Do what you can. If you're in a space where you can just pick up a towel, pick up a towel, do something now. Right. To start, to start, not, not to save it, not to save it, to start. We're, we're children. This is why everyone is terrorized. Mm-hmm. We are not adults. We, this is how the psych, you want to see what the psychopath world has in store for you is a terrorized child. Right. Who will be proven right. Yes, we are just children. Sorry. I mean, when Sorry. you think I didn't about mean to go on all that. No, it's okay. I mean, when you think about and I truly believe that we are beings with souls and you consider that your your lifetime as a soul is infinite, then we are truly on this planet children um just learning, just learning and not even truly self-aware of our potential and what we really are and how we we're, were created. Correct. And that's why the transhumanist agenda is the answer for them, because it's the mechanized human that this is as far as because of where they are on the spectrum of this light. They can only see as far as themselves. They cannot access the heart. It is elusive to them. They see us as something other than themselves, yet they can't understand it, which they wish to find a way to crush it finally. Yes. For once and for all. It is curious. They do seem like they're not even human. And I did want to get into that transhumanist sort of conversation, but I wanted to ask first, have you noticed that the attacks that are happening on humanity, they're not just happening on a global scale, but everybody I'm talking to, it's happening on a very personal scale, an individual level as well. Like personal stories for me, I have friends and family in and out of the hospital. I have uh, family and my, my family in particular um, in between moves and all of this, um, you know, stress, so much stress and insecurity mm-hmm. on which direction the world is going and how to really, um, forecast how to prepare and um Mm -hmm. you know be be ready for whatever may come but i just i feel like the spiritual attacks aren't just happening you know on this massive global scale you know not not personal at all it is very Mm -hmm. personal are you feeling that too and people that you talk to as well yeah uh, i mean Corey, do you want to i'm absolutely i mean on on everything you just said everyone I talk to same boat 
Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's very difficult right now for everyone. And, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's funny. It's, you know, so most of my life I've always just been in the flow. I have no doubt. I don't even think about like doubt doesn't even enter, you know, mm-hmm. just in the flow, great at manifesting, <clears throat> seeing, always seeing things as fun adventures instead of challenges and stuff. And even I'm like thrown right now. I'm like, I'm completely off from how I normally am. Um, that, that fl- like trying to get back into that and just have that faith and just be okay. And just, just, you know, it's, <laughs> it's tricky because on, on one hand you want to be able to be in that flow, but on the other hand, you feel this need to prepare. And so it's, mm-hmm. it's, um, mm-hmm. it's tricky business. It's a tricky balance. Mm-hmm. How about for you, John? I mean, you you confirmed something that I just like, I was like, oh my God, that's right. Well, they created the death ritual, you know, two, three years ago with COVID-19, scaring 7 billion people overnight with the fear of dying of something that they couldn't see. And that caused them to cease having, you know, future plans and seeing any other possibilities ahead of them so the uncertainty of the present moment triggered the traumas of the uncertainty of the past in everyone consciously Mm. and otherwise and one expression of it in 2020 was the george floyd response right and i don't care like i'm not the kind of person to sit here and take a side on that issue because it's just it it's just it's it's over it's done with there's nothing left to argue to convince at this point you know what i mean like like it's there's there's no like book that's going to be written and and the case is going to be settled and we're all going to walk away with it like with a better understanding right (laughs) we're in a world of belief right we're in the post uh truth truth world and it's really all about belief and emotion emotion um and what um your truth is is different from my there's no standardized truth anymore it's everybody has their own version of the right (laughs) right no i mean it's totally subjective to your perception really how you know the truth is this is all (laughs) the truth is yeah well no i mean it's like Yes, that's true, but it's always been that way. Mm, we're just seeing right. it fall apart for the first time. That's why we're able to see it because it's separating. It's separating into different layers of consciousness. Right, mm-hmm. like a like a veil has been lifted, the curtain's been pulled back, and we're kind of seeing it exposed, this mm-hmm. whole facade that was up all this time. Well, it's just, it's there's reality, like there's belief to it, though. That's what makes it so hard because, see, ah, God. So we don't, we're not going through all of this literally in succession as though it's a logical exercise, right? Right. Right. We're not, we're not, but news is hammering it down in text and images and words. And that's all baking into how we feel about it right Mm -hmm. but it's not and it's all shaped by context but it's 
really ultimately perception, especially now when there's no trust. Right. right. Everyone. Because, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to add to that. Yes, because trust has been eroded uh, with lies built upon lies, built upon lies, and it's all crumbling down. And everyone is having to go into back to what they know in their own tribe in this time, which is different than four years ago. So they can't go back to anything that is ever the same. Right. It's, it's, it's a real bitch um, in the sense that it's a real bitch in the sense that it everyone is going to try to go back to what they know first. And then if that doesn't work, then that's really when things kind of get out of hand. Because if there's any kind of crisis, then people, there's all sorts of possibilities. You know, the thing is, is that I believe we're here right now. You have this time, however you wish to spend it, which is not the end. There are going to be people who view things in successive ways that come to new understandings beyond right now as being normalized, which we'll get into that, what it means for children and what really ultimately it means for us in terms of getting our ass in gear about making this a safe world for all children. And I'm just going to say this, bottom line, I don't give a fuck what you do in your life, if you don't run what you do in your life through that filter, then it's never going to come to be. You are waiting for a savior. Mm -hmm. You are waiting for a savior to come in and define what children are through politics and man's law. You're out of your goddamn mind. In right. this time, they're only going to respond to what happened before. That's all it is. They're only going to put laws on things that they can make political and divisive and give them more authority in the end. Right. No, ma no, matter, no matter how much technology and information is gained and acquired through transparency, they will always seek to capitalize on it on some level that yeah, is acceptable absolutely. to the public as they have been preconditioned psychologically to get towards this whole fucking thing is a trauma-based mind control ritual to psychologically yep. suppress people. That's why they're offing themselves at a record rate. Yeah. Suicide, depression among children is at an all-time high. Mental health, plugs and plays. Corey, all your work. You know, guys, you know, if there's anything, I'll, I'll just tell you this. This is, I just want to plug you, Corey, for just one second. You use this. As many times as you want to repeat it, if it works, if it, if it just grows your subscribership. I have barely read 20% of what Corey has written, okay? That's the truth. Of what I've read, I, I had to put down. That's why I didn't finish the rest of it. And the reason why is because it ran through my filter of my own childhood, understanding the depth of the pain and the terror that these people will do to us thinking, believe this when I tell you this at the end of the day, the majority will do this believing they are doing the right thing for humanity. Right. Mm -hmm. That's how scary this shit is. Mm -hmm. Okay. The authoritative energy that was unleashed during COVID-19 only came to be 
because they had pre-primed the population with the terror of Trump and the fake news media on both sides of that mirror. And then they came full circle with the fear of dying in 2020 to make him, it doesn't even matter what you thought of him or what the fuck, it doesn't matter any of that. The truth is, is that it broke up the social cohesion, the last pieces that were possibly there. And I don't blame the guy at all. Because if you were in his shoes, I have no fucking clue. I haven't spent a day with him. People want to strategize, think what Trump should do. I have no clue. To me, I believe this is an unconscious world of man's greed in his pursuit of power, which is a false love. That he is Citizen Kane, Charles Foster Kane. Watch the movie. What did he pursue? I'm not going to make you guess at this shit. Like some people, what did Rosebud mean? Rosebud was the moment in his life as a child where he was most happy with his mother who protected him from an alcoholic father that molested him. That's why she gave him up for adoption. Mm -hmm. And he chased and pursued Rosebud his entire life by filling all of it with endless artifacts and newspapers and power grabs at control and all to shape what was it all to shape he wanted to control the press to shape his own image and when he died all went up in black smoke and the rosebud was the sled that they threw into the fire at the end they never solved the mystery of what he said at the end of his life was rosebud what is what it was was mother that's the mystery behind Citizen Kane, and that's why it still plays to this day so such a powerful level, because the theme is so unbelievably powerful. And that's why movie and art in the divinity that it is, in the truth that it is, is what endures across all time, space, and universe. Casablanca, Citizen Kane, Midnight Cowboy, Taxi Driver, Star Wars. No matter what Disney does to fuck it up, you can't fuck up the original trilogy. Even, if, <laughs> even as hard as he tried with the goddamn Ewoks, he still couldn't fuck it up. <laughs> I get what you're saying, though, about this sort of cult of personality and um, how it can be very divisive, especially uh, using Trump as the example there. And to be wary of really idolizing any one person as the, any one human being as a savior mm -hmm. instead of, and, and that actually does make people complacent in a way in their own lives. And as far as like their perception on the world, like, hey, they've got it, they'll take care of it. Instead of really taking matters into our own hands and affecting change in our own lives and globally as well per, you know from a personal level all the way up to you know a societal level right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah right. well i mean it's deep I, I mean we could talk about all the ways that this affects us left right sideways upside down backwards thousands of years ago to now i mean it just is infinite the loops that they've created mm -hmm. um and we're what I want to say, this is the one thing I do want to say, and we can talk about anything you guys want to move on to and, and 
we can go into the, the Westworld thing or whatever. But I just want to say is that if we are here having this conversation right now, then what that means for the consciousness is that it's coming into being, the understanding of these things. That's why they're going for this time. They're having to go so hard at it and are having to accelerate their plans faster than they anticipated to do. Because yeah. if they could have gotten it done, they would have given us eight years of Trump to get it done. Yeah, I, I, I agree. They have definitely accelerated their plans. And it Taking seems the mask off faster than they wanted to. Yeah, it seems to me that we are living in a transition period. Does it seem that way to you? Not on, only on a global scale, but on a very personal scale, too. And it could be go either way. Like it, it, it could continue down a very dark path or pivot to a light path. And my question is, what do you think we how do you think we get there? How do we switch the paradigm? What mm. what needs to happen on that personal mm -hmm. level all the way up to a societal level to make mm -hmm. that transition and that shift? Well, the first step to um, this first step to healing. That's really what we got to talk about. The first step to healing is uh, saying what is true. And that has to be established because truth isn't something you can prove. Like I, you, you, like I say to you, say, okay, um, I'm a child of God. Well, prove that to me. Okay, well, I could talk about like all the dark side all day long and say, well, that's what they believe, but I haven't proven to you that I haven't given you empirical evidence, like self-evident proof, just like, boom, right there. There it is. That, that means you are. And, if, if, and the thing is, you know that's true because if, if it was just a logical, conclusive fact, then everybody would be there in an instant and would be like, wow, this is great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Right. So, so there's no mechanical answer for this problem. That's the truth, number one. Uh, that means no, I'm not telling you not to vote. I'm not telling you not, I'm not telling you what to not do. you got to do whatever the frick you want and need to do that you feel is best for you at the moment, where you are, not what somebody else says you should do, who doesn't know where you are or what, what's going on in your world as you're experiencing it. So you got to get a hold of just your world and how you're experiencing it. This is so sad. I'm, I'm feeling like I'm a liberal on TikTok, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know just got to get into a place. Safe space. Begin to breathe <laughs> the air because it's clean there. No, it's safe there. You know what? Whatever. I love them. I love them. They're like the folly of this time and they don't even know it. Um, and I, I would, I would give them a hug and a heartbeat and be like, smile, you're on candid camera, you know, like, wake up, <laughs> stop. <laughs> you, you don't realize what's going on. Yeah. I think you, that most people don't realize what's going on. I see just from my personal uh, relationships of, with friends, 
they're yeah. still, um, you know, in the grind, daily job, you know, their jobs, uh, the kids, school yeah. activities, filling their days. They're busy. They're busy. Filling oh, their days and their lives with material stuff and, and just being busy and preoccupied. I don't know how much mm-hmm. time there is to, to really um, meditate on these deeper spiritual issues not a criticism i'm just Um, making an observation mm -hmm. of what i see in my own personal life and uh you guys see it Uh, well yeah so what Mm -hmm. i see is with the exception of um many close friends and family who who are fully aware um as far as when i'm out and about or communicating with other people and just you know observing society to me it feels like people seem a little happier, a little more relieved that we've moved, you know, pretty much past this whole COVID agenda over the last two years here. Everyone's Mm -hmm. cheering that there's no more masks here or there. Mm -hmm. Um, And people are feeling like, okay, well, we're going to get back to back to normal life now, except for gosh, this inflation and complaining about the gas prices. And so they're getting a little nervous about that. And what do I do about work and stuff? But, but those are very, I don't want to say superficial. I mean, cause they are significant, but the, that's not where we're at at all. That, yeah. That's just yeah. what they're seeing. And I'm right. looking around going, they have no idea what's no. underneath and what's right. coming. Yeah. Yeah. And they're so not prepared. It's like yeah. an onion. You're just going to peel back those layers. Like, okay, on the surface, you're seeing this, but so well, many layers deeper. Well, and here's the thing. The other thing too is what we've observed throughout our lifetime is the the slow roll of all of this right of mm-hmm. slowly calling the masses into this and then that and then this and making it a trend and materialistic and all these things but right now they are no longer on a slow roll they are like full steam ahead and they're doing mm-hmm. so much behind the scenes um with little timelines and trajectories and that'll never make it in the news, you know? And, mm-hmm. and I, I like pay very close attention to that kind of stuff because that's the stuff that rolls out behind the scenes. And next mm-hmm. thing you know, it's law and you didn't even know until you go to do something and you find out you can no longer do it. And so I think what's mm-hmm. going to happen is this shit's going to rain down fast enough to where in addition to the inflation and the other issues going on, all of a sudden there'll be like multiple things that happen at the same time that suddenly they feel constrained and uh, a little bit more controlled or, well, why can't I get this anymore? Why can't I shop there? Why am I not allowed to do this? Or what do you mean I have to provide all these forms for this now? Or what do you mean you can't give me a mortgage? You know, And when that hits, that I think is going to be like the next level of this a lot of people becoming really quickly aware of, of something bigger going on here. Right. Mm-hmm. A big, big wake up call. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I agree. I wanted to drill down on something that you had mentioned earlier that you've kind of been mentioning throughout and it's really the spiritual attack on our kids, John, you know, um, everything that's going on with the sexualization and the indoctrination, not just in schools, but social media, 
uh, Hollywood, you know, Disney, Netflix, they're, they're tanking right now, plummeting in subscriptions mm -hmm. and in um, stock. Uh, so yep. it, it looks to me as though the public's awareness of this mm -hmm. issue is really rising to the top. And mm -hmm. um, that's a good thing. But, um, you know, these are all separate entities. We kind of sort of think of them as separate entities. Oh, this issue with Netflix. Oh, this issue with Disney. Oh, this mm -hmm. issue with the schools. Yeah. But when you take a step back and look at the broader picture, is it really all driven kind of by the same entity of, you know, spiritual warfare aimed at, at our children? This is such a big topic for John. Well, it's such a big, <laughs> well, it is, it is a big one for me because, uh, I mean, I could talk about my life for all forever and tell you things that I don't even know how I know they're true about my family, um, what this place really is, all this shit that I like, and I don't call it shit. It's just, it's, it can get scary. Like, to think about what things really are. And yet at the same time, there's today and there's God and it hasn't been destroyed somehow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so you got to start there <laughs> <laughs> and you go, okay, look, what is a child? How do we all start? What does it mean to be alive in a moment where you have no thought? What does the world feel like and look like with no thought, no labels, no identification, no concepts, pure joy and resonance and harmony with all life when you first come into this world, your soul level? Mm. Uh, inside of a womb of a mother who gives all of her goodness to you in those nine months, whether no matter what the deficiencies are, the body will do everything it can to give all it can to that life biologically. And then you go into the heartbeat in the quantum field and the mind and vortexes and Tauruses and time space. You add in all of the quantum field of the Holy Spirit, whatever you wish to call it, God here on the earth that moves through matter beyond what evil can see in the divine that keeps all of this going with everything that they throw at it to cull it kill it, retard it, make it dumber, make it sicker, make it weaker. Still, it keeps going and persisting like a virus for them. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Like right. It, like they feed off of the most innocent. But they also know that we're the battery, we're the, we're the real value. And so they can only get us through our own personal enslavement as far as they can get us, because that's really what the battle is. The, 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 the the first, this isn't even the first, well, I don't want to say it's not the first phase, but what I'm saying is the tiers of consciousness for which they will build mental prisons around is infinite at this point. It's going to start with at least nine to 12. 
And I'm talking about not on an understanding of politics, cultural, socially. I'm saying that across all races, colors, creeds, nations, religions, like everything is going to be dissolved into a, a big, big ass soupy mix when all this is said and done. Because why? Because let me just say why. Because when this story is over and when this final chapter, whatever it is, is written, I'm talking about this world, right? Uh, or the one that we think is the old world going away. When all that is said and done, no one is going to know the real story of what happened. And no one is going to be able to go out and tell the world what actually ha happened to straighten things out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so we're in a world of multiple beliefs and multiple dimensions. And so you asked the question, I, I did want to say this, I'm sorry. I, I know I'm being a little stubborn about this, but you did ask the question, how do we fix this? And I was saying, it's not a mechanical answer. It's a love answer. The love answer is this. I'll give you just one example. This is it. Okay. One. My cousin who is totally establishment was totally establishment bought liberal democrat anti-trump louisville kentucky uh six seven year old son she was fighting with the ex-husband and possibly going to go to court to get an injunction so that she could vaccinate her child mm. okay wow. now now, I want you all to think about this for just a second, because it's not a simple decision like we all just say, oh, my God, that's fucking horrible. Every doctor, all the people at school, all the people around her told her and believed all the authorities. Right. Right. right? So she got peer pressure telling her this. And on top of that, they're saying you could quarantine your child 10 to 14 days, something like that. They quarantine them a week. Right. But they just register a fucking temperature. Right? So they got to go home for an entire week. She's got to be there at home, away from work, to take care of her son. And eventually, there's a, there's a breaking point with the employer, unless she can work remotely and take care of her son. There's a breaking point with the employer where she's going to have losses of income, and they're going to lose time on her to have her son at home, whereas if he gets vaccinated, they'll leave her alone. Right. A lot of pressure, a lot right. of pressure parents are That's under. That's just one person. Right, so right. So what did I do? I spent three hours telling her, not scaring the holy fucking shit out of her, not trying to tell her about all the horrors. And I just started asking her, okay, now, they're saying this is necessary for your child, but if they're not liable for anything that goes wrong, how is it they can say that you have to take it without there being a law that says you have to take it and they're protected by the law? Bingo. I used, I used authority against authority for her yeah. to start deducting. And yeah. what happened was, is that the next day after three hours, she came back to me and said, so what you're saying is I should wait until there's a better vaccine for him. And you know what? My friend said, say yes, because that'll buy you time. Mm -hmm. Right. You have to meet her her where she's at right right she trusted she trusted her cousin because she was conflicted and she wanted to know what i thought about all of this she was giving me her trust she came to me in a moment of need of of confusion 
mm-hmm. rather than telling her, oh, you're wrong and you're terrible and you're stupid mm-hmm. and you're fucked up and you're, you're going to kill your child. I walked her through the whole thing. And I'm not kidding you. Three weeks later, I get a text message from her. She hears about ivermectin and how it works. And she heard from her own authority and her own peer network, but it connected the dots to everything that I said. And she did a total fucking 180 on that thing. Amen. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I, That's I love- how you win. Yes. That is how you win. I love what you said about meeting people where they're at. And instead mm-hmm. of um, immediately creating this sort of confrontation, uh, because everybody, um, whenever you confront someone with new information that dispels all of their belief system, it's that cognitive dissonance and they just shut down. But yep. meeting people right where they're at without that that judgment placed immediately on them and them feeling sort of open and willing to accept new information. That is it's so key. I wonder right. to- there's there's something I want to add to that too, is um, because something like I never really succumbed to throughout my life was peer pressure. And I think that <clears throat> especially right now in this time, it's really so vital for people to tap into their own intuition, to start trusting themselves, feeling like getting really in tune and in sync with your mind and your body and actually feeling, you can feel when something is truthful and something is off and something's gonna harm you or, you know, you just have to pay very close attention to your body and how it's shifting the information is shifting within you and it's it's so important because like we've been talking about there is so much information there is so much cognitive dissonance and peer pressure and and misinformation and misdirection going on that if you can't stay grounded at least mind like i think everybody's a bit on grounded right now with with everything as a whole but if if you can't yeah. like at least hang on to your mind, you know, to, tr- to have the tr- trust and faith in yourself, that that's really going to rock your boat. And in, and that is really, really key right now. So uh, w- one of these days, Ed, we need to do like a whole episode just on, um, just on that. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's critical right now. So people don't go insane. Yeah, absolutely. Corey, uh, sorry. No, go ahead. I- I just wanted to say, Corey, everywhere I go or I, I try to at least tell, you know, everybody to go to your website, sign up um, to subscribe. And I say, most importantly, like, read the solutions tab. Yeah. I said, because because that's just like, OK, you're not alone and there are other people that feel this way and there are other people that are doing things. So the, the key is, is that like. If you want to win the future, you've got to be the embodiment of the very thing that you believe you are and that the world could benefit from, which means you have to be the best person that you can be. And the truth is, is like you've got to let go of your shame and guilt of the past for which held you back from that future potential because yeah. the world needs you right now. Right. It's yes. not going to wait three to five years for it to figure itself out. You've already seen, like, in other words, if you want to think that you can put all this back together again, go on the fucking adventure of a lifetime. In this time, 
you as the world is falling apart and becoming more unstable and crazy. A part of it, not all of it, but a part of it. Um, use this time to find out what existence really means for yourself. Yep. Nobody else, just yourself. And you only have you and nobody else to be held, you, God, and whoever loves you to be held accountable to. That's it. Right. That's authority, right. authority at this point has no jurisdiction over jack shit what you do from here on out. Amen. Okay? <laughs> right. They have fucked up eternally. Yes. Yeah, there's <laughs> and, no going back. Right. But understand, I, I always try to look at not both sides. It's just just to understand that there are there is a reason why they made this play in this time was to capture as many people who were lacking of their own intuition mm -hmm. their own god given born in divine intuition because why here's a here's a fact and this is a clue it's not the absolute value it's a clue think about how much the left hemisphere of every human being's brain has been stimulated since wikileaks to now with information to make interpretations of massive things yeah into yeah. literal interpretations of succinct uh, like almost one-dimensional beliefs yeah yeah for and against for seven years so right. what happens is you take out pattern recognition you dumb the population down so that ai lo looks really nice and yep. great because it's all it's doing is it's serving up probabilities and possibilities but there's no human emotion intuition or love behind any of it right and that's so, what i see lacking all the time to your point what you were just saying right. about the uh oh see now i just lost my whole train of thought there because i'm sorry didn't I know I no it's fine it's fine uh go ahead keep going i'll come back to it well, no, just I, stop me a bit. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I like what you were talking about, uh, how they are they are doing this now. Um, they're capitalizing now on on people and mm -hmm. uh, in this mental state, um, manipulating them. It's like I want to talk about this for a minute about how they have weaponized human emotion and mm -hmm. empathy. Yeah. Um, and used it against us um, when it comes to COVID or the war in Ukraine, whatever the situation is, um, their arguments never appeal to our logic. It's right. always based on emotion in no, order I... to turn us against each other and drive right. us toward their global totalitarian agenda. And, so, and like John said, with picking sides, you know, as though everything's black and white. And it, it, I see that constantly where, mm -hmm. where you can tell in people, even you look on social media at how someone's wording something and you can tell that they're, they're going along with that. It's not, it's not true belief or true from their heart or something they discern to themselves. They are literally going along with because they feel like they have to jump on one or the other. Like they're not allowed to just sit idle. They're not allowed to process it or, or, you know, it's like one or the other it's, it's craziness. It is absolutely craziness. 
I got a question for both of you. I'm not trying to be clever about this and I want you to really think about it, okay? <laughs> from, so would, okay, I wanna just, just kind of model this for a second. So we would say that anything from a sociopathic to a psychopathic level on all distributions of expressions, you know, from the most malignant to the most benign, um, in terms of classification that you could get in that category. Um, we know that there is, I guess, the crux of that is narcissism, correct? Yeah, I'd say on the grander scale, it's like Machiavellianism in some okay. forms, right, too? Um, right, that's a concept, but yes, but on a, it's like, here's what it is, on a base level, it's the child's self-defense, it's the self-image of the, the false self-image of the child personified in a human being. Right. Yeah. I, I think that on some level, I'm not saying it absolute value, but I definitely but think of... narcissism plays into it. I mean, when you see people's reactions um, to say, for example, the mask mandates being removed off of the, the airlines for, right. for, for now, and the cognitive dissonance that's happening with some of the population who are still maintaining those masks, wearing those masks, and then they have to show and a virtue signal on social media, look at me, I'm still wearing my mask. It is, a, there is like on that personal level, that element of, of that narcissism, um, well, but also on the grander scale of the people who are imposing it. Right. So, so yeah, go ahead, Corey. Go no, ahead. I'm just, so... See, I get, I get, I've always, my whole life, I've had an issue with labels and stuff. And I realize it's like a clinical diagnosis, but I still refer to it as a label because I've known people of many walks of life throughout my life and people with a lot of different mental disorders and health issues and whatnot. So I've known narcissists that are definitely not psychopaths and correct, uh, correct. sociopaths. Correct. And I've correct. known people that have had a blend of like bipolar personality yep. disorder, narcissism, yep. right? Yeah. So to yep. me, it's it's more like um, mm, just areas of the mind and emotion that are not aligning within a person, and that they're having to slap a label on it and say, well, because of these little things over here, the way you're you're carrying on or talking or thinking, we're going to say you have this, and we're going to say you have right. that. And right, whereas right. A, a person could encompass all of these things or just aspects of it, elements you know? of it, right. yeah, yeah, behaviors, I, uh, symptoms that are that show up as like an anomaly somewhere when there's a trigger activated, right? It's not a mm -hmm. defined personality disorder, yeah. Right? I just see it so simply as like there's people out there that in order for themselves to feel secure, they feel like they have right. to control others. And then there's right. other groups of people out there who just want to be left the hell alone. Like, I don't care what you do. Uh, just right. leave me alone and let me do my thing. Right. And uh, I fall into the latter category that we probably, <laughs> all three of us do, but you see those two sets of people in society um, kind of acting things out as we go through you know whether it's covid or you know any other right. so-called emergency so this is perfect like everything you both said is perfect and it kind of sets this bigger question up then okay 
So what you just described is narcissism or narcissistic behaviors or responses. Let's call it narcissistic responses rather than behaviors because behaviors is kind of like assigning that they have ownership of or some kind of awareness of it. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. Do they have conscious awareness of those things? No, they don't. Mm -mm. And the reason why they don't is because if they were aware of those behaviors, they wouldn't be narcissistic at all. Right. They would be living present moment. Okay. So I, I, on the whole, I'm not saying absolutely. Again, there, there are exceptions to every rule, but I'm just saying you'd have to. So there's really, what you're saying is there's nobody who consciously deceives themselves to the level that they would lower themselves to that level. Right. Right. Nobody says, I'm going to be a fucking narcissist, man. I'm going to be the best (laughs) narcissist you've ever, I am going to choose I am going to study so goddamn hard to be the best narcissist in history. I mean, maybe there's a narcissist out there that like says that, but like nobody consciously goes, okay, I'm going to learn to be the biggest fucking destructive asshole I could possibly be. And I'm going to go for it, man. Right. Really got to go for it. I'm going to start my own YouTube channel. No, they're, they're not self-aware at all. Right, right. Kind of like, kind of like my cat. He's completely untrainable because cats are all narcissists. Right, and he'll just piss all over the place. Where <laughs> I, you are. I still love him to death, but you know. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm, I'm belaboring the point here. I, I was just trying to be a little silly, but here's what it is. This is why it, it, it all goes back to children of God. But before that, it's like this: the narcissist, to wants to be loved and accepted going about it in extremely distorted ways if, right. if destru- right. destructive right. okay why because it doesn't want to feel shame and guilt for what it is responsible for why because back when it had no need or no se- here it is when it had no self-image of itself, it was impressioned upon that it was a burden upon its parent. And mm-hmm. the parent made it pay dearly for its identity. In other words, the parents, the parents' sins from the previous parents scarred that child. Mm-hmm. Right. Lots of, right? lots of, of childhood issues. I think a lot of the things that we're facing today um, societal issues go back to trauma <laughs> that people are not dealing with but yeah. they have but here's here's the problem and i'm not trying to be a problem here's the overlay that we we didn't um see so uh, so if we're in a dream within a dream within a dream what we don't see are the overlays of the unconscious behaviors that we are programmed in through the unconscious society that is given to us by the cultural engineers. Therefore, we have an external prison of the world that is insufficient and deficient, a system of death that cannot provide answers to the divine of the existence that we are. So it can only commodify them. It can only process them. It can only understand them through data and, and, um, politics and uh cultural identities and our entertainment do you realize it's not a lived experience it's totally hallucinogenic 
um, 100% controlled by the corporations. What does that mean? That means that your mother, my mother and father, all of our mothers and fathers grew up in a time where there were two world wars and a great depression at the start of the Fed. 1950s, high levels of alcoholism in the family, sexual abuse going on. Conservatives have it totally wrong that they remember that it was the, you know, howdy doody days and Mayberry and all that shit. It's like, no, there were soldiers by the record numbers coming back from World War II with PTSD going in and having children. And not because they were bad people, but because human consciousness had not yet evolved at that time, or we had not been allowed to understand the mind in such horrors that we had done to ourselves and our own children. And mm -hmm. so this experiment that these people have done on us is when the 1960s came along with the CIA and the feminist movement, the, the rock and roll industry and the music industry springing up overnight to cast spells on the population because it was a time of awakening. But what they did was they used all the pre-trauma. Yeah, I mean, they basically, what they did was they had to come up with another trauma-based mind ritual with LSD, uh, the 60s, all that stuff, which produced beautiful art too. Right. I mean, there was a lot of divine things that came through. There's a lot of shit that came through then too. Right. But the point being is that We've been in this ritual um, for a long time. Yes, we've been experimented on for many, many years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we go down that, but, but the truth be told is that this is the last play for them. Right. Mm -hmm. If you really look at it and on the whole, I'm not it saying this, this time, I'm saying this is the beginning of the end for all of this. Yeah. And what yeah. I mean by that is that um, let's just put it this way. There's going to be uh, upheavals. There's going to be turmoil. There's going to be a lot of shit. And uh, if you follow the story and you listen to the news, as I tell people all the time, uh, what's going on in Syria? What's going on in Yemen right now? What's going on with Palestine and Israel? What's going on? You, you pick any news cycle you want. Let's go back and visit it. Nobody knows where the fuck anything is going on to. It has nothing to do with anything. It's all to shift your behavior. They want a literal impression on your brain, left hemisphere, overstimulated. Why? So that you don't imagine any other possibilities and you take the literal interpretation of authority and you believe this reality is what it is. You don't seek a higher dimension to go up to. Right. That's where the battle lies ahead, where we anchor in love and bring forward that for which will come back to us in the right, end. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the key. Yeah. And and kind of speaking yeah. about the the beginning of the end, I mean, on one hand, they've they've weaponized our emotions and our ability to emphasize to empathize. But on the other hand, this is what they hate the most, the very thing they hate the most. They want to destroy it, our souls, our emotional bonds, our free will. And we see this yeah. happening with the globalist, technocratic, world economic forum, transhumanist agenda. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, I know that you had a video, and it kind of reminds me of that topic, um, the Westworld one, right? I mean, that's yeah. what it really reminds me of. Do you want to um, set that up and kind of talk about why you wanted to show that video? Sure. 
Um, this video is a fan-made video that I found randomly on YouTube one day. Uh, it was so well put together, at least from my point of view, uh, in terms of a literal storyline of sound bites from Anthony Hopkins' character in the series Westworld. And this was uh, from season one in 2016, which I've mentioned it before, as Corey uh, reminded me, that I've mentioned Westworld season one and, of course, the subsequent series for the conceptual things that they disclosed was really kind of a disclosure of a, of a godless world where the hosts, uh, which were androids, I guess you could say, were waking up or going off program on a, on a record level. And um, basically what that represented were the souls awakening, the oldest souls uh, coming back and remembering and recalling what they were. But that being said, Anthony Hopkins was the architect of this, this world. And this is where the elite would gather to go rape and pillage and destroy and kill the host because after all, they'd have their memories wiped and then they would get sent back out with a new program the next day. Mm -hmm. um, so all of this is metaphors. That's really what it all comes down to. But um, if you're to listen to the, 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 the text or the, the literal words of what he's saying, think of this as Lucifer speaking to not necessarily us, but to himself as to what he believes he is in relation to this and what we are. And here's the thing. They do tell the truth to, from a certain point of view. And what I don't, what I, not when I say a certain point of view, I don't mean like a moral relativistic view. I mean to understand this is as far as they can see humanity on the whole. Right. And, and this so, is, yeah, a perfect and, metaphor right. for how these people believe they're gods and they can do just what pretty much whatever they want with with humanity. Right. 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 So let's without further ado, we can play that and just then we can talk about it afterwards, too, as well, if we'd like. OK. Yeah. Do you know where you are? You're in my dream. Not a business venture, not a theme park, but an entire world. Living in this world is magic, except to the magician. I built all of this. Designed every part of this place. Every inch of it, every blade of grass. Life itself out of chaos using only one tool a mistake. I have every right to wander through its rooms and chambers and halls and to change it if I choose, even to burn it down. I'm not the sentimental type. You can't play God without being acquainted with a devil. divine gift does not come from a higher power, but from our own minds. Do you know what that means? It means that we are done. That this is as good as we are gonna get. 
have a celebration to plan. Have a new story to tell. Something deeper, something hidden, perhaps. A metaphor. I call it Journey into Night. It begins with the birth of a new people. And the choices they will have to make. They discover something they imagined no one had ever noticed before. Something they fall in love with. That elusive thing. Heart. In a way, their existence is purer than ours. Freed of the burden of self-doubt. Free here under my control. I'm sad to say this will be my final story. So I hope you will enjoy this last piece very much. An old friend once told me something that gave me great comfort, something he'd read. He said that Mozart, Beethoven, and Chopin never died. They simply became music. Wow. Yeah. Powerful. It is. Very powerful. Yeah, very powerful. And I can oh. see how this is really just a mirror of what they're trying to accomplish with the transhumanist agenda that we're entering now. Right. Yeah. I, um, I did a, if you don't mind me just saying, I did a, a podcast interview with uh, Sam Tripoli um, a few days ago on tinfoil hat and I'm not plugging that for this purpose, but it's perfectly uh, he, fine. He, we like Sam. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I just don't shamelessly plug, you know, like, Oh, check out all my inner, you know, like that kind of stuff. Um, but he told me, he said he was talking to what a, some guy that knew was close to Klaus Schwab mm. and had been around him and they, they think of themselves as good people. Yeah. And when you were talking about now, I, I'm not trying to square that with anything and trying to be, Oh, okay. Let me see it that way. I, 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 I can understand why I, I, I will take the time to, I will do what I can to take the time to understand how that is possible just by really truly facing my own demons. Because if I could understand my own demons, then I could understand his, his demons on a level, not similar to his place that he's in, but, priced out i could say yeah i guess with a hundred million dollars and you know do i really i mean you, you start asking yourself questions like do i have a price that i would be willing to be paid to, to sell out like what i would consider selling out like i'm not saying anybody has to go and declare that and prove that to anybody 
But the point I'm making is that that man believes he's doing the right thing, as does Fauci, as does all of them. And what I mean is when you see Fauci and his daughter, she loves her daddy. Mm -hmm. so, so what does this all mean? What this means is, is that we're all, in a sense, some of us more than others trapped in a prison of our sins. And you don't consciously deceive yourself on such like no human being unless like, so like here, here's how I kind of pray. Uh, this is just a theory. Okay. I'm not saying again, absolute value, but you go, okay, I'm going to line up all the feminists who believe in abortion. And I go through every single one of them and, 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 and out of all the feminists that I can round up and find who, who believe in abortion, is there really a woman there? Or, or, or would I say all of them that are there are the ones that are there consciously going, I hope to get pregnant so that I can carry the child to full term, birth it out of my body and wait for the moment that I could literally kill that child. There outside of the Illuminati, there aren't many that you could find unless they're that psychopathic. Right. 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 So how does that happen? Because everybody including the narcissist believes they're doing the right thing. Right. It's the good. They believe in the good and the love as distorted and as fucked up as you can imagine. That is mm -hmm. until I, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm not trying to declare anything. I'm just looking no, at I, this. Like how would, does this happen? Because we don't see it in ourselves. Right. Right. Yeah, I would just argue that the people who are trying to push these agendas, um, it's their lack of humanity, their lack yes. of love, their yes. lack of connection with God, their lack of spirituality. They 100%. don't even recognize it. They don't even, that's not even part of the equation. It's like it. AI. It's like AI choosing, mm -hmm. making choices for humanity. Like, okay, yeah. depopulation sounds like a good idea. Right. Because, uh, you know, too many people on the planet. Over you know? cookies and tea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yes. Like human emotion, free will, spirituality, the soul, God, all, none of that factors in with these people as though they can't even speak that language. No, they can't. They can't. I've tapped into the energy of some of them and it's, it is something I've never felt before. It is, it is like a, a black hole. Right. But speaking of all of those things, the spirituality, I mean, there's so many people who have woken up, you know, they, they recognize the sign of the times, they see where we're, what we're living through, right. they're awake, they just don't really understand what role they play. What, and the bigger picture, do you think that, that we're all, we're, we're brought here in this time to serve a purpose not just to survive during these times, but actually thrive and, and serve the larger purpose of overcoming all of this. Corey? John? I'm, I'm pondering. I didn't know the pre-questions Edge was writing. Oh. <laughs> I'm pondering. I said, Edge, I put together a, some questions. I'm going to get John on. Give me some on. Joe Biden ones. Come on. Give me, a, give me a little side, you know. Well, up there with some questions on repeat the question. Okay. I'll frame it this way. I, I personally feel like um I was born in this time for a reason. 
And Mm -hmm. it's because I have a purpose to serve in the bigger picture of all of this. And, um, you know, to, to be the rock for someone else who's going through that really ugly cognitive dissonance and, and awakening and through that process to be that, that, that person that is, you know, a voice of peace, a voice of calm, a voice of, um, we'll get through this and we're going to do it because of our humanity, because of our spirituality, because of our connection with God, not what they're trying trying to accomplish and so i just wanted to know if you feel that way too do you ever ponder that like i was born for a time such as this well i've i've uh, i've had very unique experiences throughout my life most of which i probably won't share right now in this podcast but i will say i i don't know if i would use the word purpose um i know that 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 that's used a lot and a lot of people feel that I just I I feel like we're we're one you know and we're evolving together and there's um this this transcendence that we all are going through but I don't know that I would say there's each person has an individual specific purpose i feel like it's um like it's a a group transcendence i I, it's hard for me to describe yeah i think you said it well what are your thoughts john i i think she's she's exactly i mean purpose um purpose is like uh and, and i don't mean it just as a word or or try to define it but it is a meaning right and so meaning would be like, what is the meaning behind your existence in this time that you've decided to occupy in this space, this time in the space, in this illusion that you've decided to occupy? So where, so where you are, what is your avatar, right? And how are you going to define it? Um, and, and really see that to me, and this is sort of, um, we don't have to get into this really, but when you start to get into identity of purpose you are calling attention to yourself in a way that is not intentionally wrong but what you're wanting is validation from other people outside of you and that's where cults and um other things can form i mean not and mostly innocently right but it's sort of the the feeling that um your identity is rooted solely in the group and your own unique expression um, is something that you have to sacrifice in order to achieve a greater goal where oftentimes if groupthink settles in, then basically you're going to miss a lot of other opportunities or potentials, right? I'm just, I'm, I'm sounding this out, but go ahead. I, I was Sorry. just going to say, it's, it's more like, to me, it's more like a connections, right? So instead yeah. of, instead of purposes of why someone came into your life and this person helped me and then I connected them with this person and maybe I helped them and I got them information. It's more like these, these mini connections that we all you're make. You're helping, you're doing acts, yeah, of, doing, right. acts of help, acts, acts of care, acts of right. care that are coming back, right? And I'm not, just, right. I, and I'm, I'm not talking about anything grandiose. It may be 
being there for a family member when they're mm-hmm. sick. It right. may be that phone call that you had with uh, your friend about whether to right. uh, to give her son the vaccine. I'm saying that um, it's the little things, but mm-hmm. they all add up. It, and it always starts with the individual. It always must start with the individual. Right. Like for me, it's like, my my faith and then family and then community and I work in that order like primarily I got to focus on fixing me right getting myself Mm -hmm. right and analyzing that and you know physically mentally spiritually and always right before I can go out into the world and try to help others and then you know then it's the immediate connections you know, my mom, my, my family, just, you know, those connections and how we can be a positive or a negative influence and always, you know, trying to make that, that choice. Right. Um, and then it branches out into community and it expands and expands and expands um, until we're reaching things on a societal and global level. It's not never starting there and working backwards. Right. Right. Well, and I think that through helping others see things um, and just just discussing and collaborating that it's often that is a level of working on ourselves and helping ourselves all at the same time. True, true. And I think that it's just really all about. So how do we overcome these spiritual battles? How do we move forward? I think it's really just about embracing those things that they hate the most, the humanity, the love, the free will, the compassion the innocence of children and fighting for all of those things to preserve all of those things. And doing it with little fear as possible. Yes. While going through all of this. Yeah. The balance. But didn't, what were you thinking, John? I can see your wheels turning. Oh, there's a (laughs) lot. No, I mean, where to begin? I mean, And I don't mean it's an impossible task, because when you say where to begin, it's like the infinite potentials that lie are what I was thinking. Here's what I was thinking. I was thinking, oh, my God, we're talking in in these terms. But really, why is that we're talking in these terms? Not that they're wrong. We're talking in these terms because there's been so much levied against humanity on an emotional psychic level. Mm. If you really think about it, like just, 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 just remove COVID from the equation right now. Life is fine. You know, you know, in other words, without COVID, they couldn't do all this other shit, but remove COVID and they can't do all this other shit, but life is fine. I wouldn't agree. I wouldn't agree that life is fine, but no, no, no. But the (laughs) illusion of it, but the illusion of it is right. So the energy, the energetic registration of that tragedy, however you wish to define it by or see it and perceive it, energetic value of that whole thing, the net effect of it um, is depressive. Mm -hmm. So, so we are, what I mean by that in a spiritual war, you, I, edge here are all um we're depressed not we are not depressed but the energy is pulling us down for like going okay what do we do right i mean you you see what i mean so Mm -hmm. it's 
it's a it's a what they're trying to get us this is the key they're trying to get all of us in a non-creative position so that we become a mechanical machine-like register mm -hmm. uh, right. for a for a servant class that can be totally automated out and the ones that have pattern recognition are going to be the managers that's it because they're the ones who can detect the anomaly while the ai learns from them mm -hmm. until they get replaced that's how i would do it and i'm sure they've got an even more clever and craftier way of getting that <laughs> done Okay, I was just able to think of that off the top of my head. Like if I was evil for a day, what would I do? Okay, man, that system, you know, like no. But but what I'm saying is, is that this is where humility comes in, and it's not a concept that. So, like, um, God, what I was trying to say, Ed, you were saying something earlier, and and you were saying everything right, but what I heard, not that I think you're doing it consciously, because I feel myself doing it too. It's like we judge ourselves so friggin' harshly mm. as though as though it's our fault that this has happened. Right. Yeah. It's our responsibility to fix it. And the acceptance is in the accountability that we're going to wage to go, okay, my mother and father only got so far in life because this was the retarded version of the divine that the previous regime gave me to work with and now they've taken me this far and moved me as close as possible to god in this time so that i can finish the job so i can so i can honor all that have come before me all my ancestors all the bloodlines in my life that have converged to make me and all the trauma that has come before me ends in this lifetime because why not because there's a war being waged against evil. It's because we ourselves are allowing the war to come into our minds. Right. The unconscious man seeking power is the man who is seeking love in a world that demands results. It can't seek a creative answer to resolve itself, yet it wants to understand why it can't. It will never reach that and it will kill itself in all its forms because ultimately it knows nothing what is true. It lives on a lie. The lie has to be believed so deeply it commits itself purely to that cause. Even though it's self-destructive. Because it wants to live together forever and avoid death. Right. The fear right. of dying is what they gave you and I to prove them right that the psychopaths world will come into being they are waging that war on us they are placing that psychic mind content in the minds of tens of millions 100 millions billions of people and the war is on only because authority in this round has won if you want to look at it like a movie donald trump was the new hope the empire has fucking struck back <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and now it's time for Return of the Jedi, but Luke Skywalker has to go and confront his father. There you go. And, so realize, and realize that he can't win against evil by killing his dad, nor the Emperor. No, win it by love and humanity and our connection, 100%. our spirituality. 
So I know we have I, a clip I, on that. We we should roll that clip out because because we've yeah. gone like way over our normal normal time here. I'm sure okay. everyone. We'll yeah. we'll close out with this clip. Um, uh, yeah. We'll we'll do this clip and then we'll do we'll do a, a closing statement for yeah. everybody. Okay. Sounds great. Thank you. Force come from. The whole thing in Star Wars was to take, um, again, um, ideas, psychological ideas from social issues, political issues, uh, spiritual issues, and condense them down into a, um, a, an easy to tell story of those stories. The force basically came from, uh, you know, distilling all of the uh, religious beliefs, spiritual beliefs, go all around the world, all through time, finding the similarities and then creating a, an easy to hmm. uh, deal with metaphor for what religion is. And the point was, is that the, I mean, in the very beginning, when you have people worshiping rocks and deer, they called it life force. They called it the force. That's what it was. And so where did the name come from? It came from basically life force of what the more primitive religions believed in. And then you go through all the other religions and they have the same thing. You know, it's all the same, you know, whether you believe in God, don't believe in God, believe in religion, don't believe in religion. The issue is that you either don't believe there's anything else out there, which is a little, I think would be hard to live with at the same time. I mean, I believe something's out there. I just don't know what it is. I have no idea or what I, dare to guess, but I do know that religions aren't based on it. They're human psychological needs that have been put together mostly to create a society. Star Wars and Indiana Jones were basically put together, especially Star Wars, more than Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones was just done for fun, to entertain people. Uh, and there were some messages in there about, you know, uh, archaeology and also about what we believe in in terms of myths right, and that right. sort of thing. But the real one is Star Wars, and that was done in the same vein that um, uh, what I was saying about the, 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 the patron creates the propaganda. And what I wanted to do was go back to some of the older propaganda, which was consistent through all of the societies, which is mythology, but to say, what did they all believe? Because they were all this propaganda was created independently. Yeah. And what, is the, what are the things that they all actually believed? We're talking relationships with your father, relationships with your society, relation, your history, uh, relationships with the gods. All of this stuff is it's old, but they're psychological motifs that were created through storytelling, primarily oral storytelling, that explained what they believed in and who they believed in. So what I wanted to do is go back and find the psychological motifs that underlie that, because those grow out of uh, a popularism, and to say that not all, but a majority of people, boys, have a certain psychological relationship with their fathers, 
And that's been going on through history and trying to explain that to say, we know your darkest secret. Yeah. And therefore, you're part of us because we all know the same things. We know what you're thinking about your mother. We know what you think about your brother. We know what you think about your father, really. Yeah. And those are the things that make people say, hey, uh, this is why we believe this stuff. And again, the, the crudest part of that in terms of the uh, religious um, spiritual thing is some people have taken those ideas and then distorted them and you end up in a cult where they're using the psychological tools to make you adhere to their society and part of it is they have to keep it closed and to them and to them and but in but it's the same thing I mean and again you go through history you know and even though in most cases you had open societies but they really weren't because let's face it you got you were gonna get killed if you go outside the wall so let's build a wall around the whole thing so we can defend ourselves so they were self-fulfilling you know isolated human events where did the no. No. Interesting, yeah. Um, the um, parallels. <laughs> I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so I like hearing about this stuff. Um, but yeah, the, just the parallels that you can, endless parallels that you can make between Star Wars and actual life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, was, there was a reason why Disney wanted his property for $4 billion and screwed the hell out of it. Right. Yep. Yep. No, he he was he was on to something beyond what what even Hollywood could understand at that time. That's why it got through. They didn't they didn't know what the, the, the executives didn't know anything about. I mean, he did he did THX 1138, um, his first film. And that is mind blowing when you consider what he was envisioning of the future of like where human beings are making AI robots to control the population. We're all on sedative drugs to control our behaviors and drives. We're monitored 24 uh, seven. I mean, wow. Like, sounds that like was ni- 2022. That <laughs> is that 19- the one, is that the one you played for me where we start, we started watching it. Oh yeah. And, you and I was like, that. man, I just, I can't watch this. That was before uh, Star Wars. That oh my goodness. That was the era, see, when all this crazy stuff went, I'm just going back, when all this crazy stuff went off, he he was able to do THX 1138, American Graffiti, and then Star Wars, like one, two, three, because the studios didn't, television was dominating and the studios were losing money and they needed new ideas. So they brought in all these fresh new people from AFI and Scorsese and the rest and Spielberg and all of them. And that's how they all came up because uh, it exploded with all these like crazy, incredibly talented films. Um, and, and he, he really, um, they really hate him. <laughs> they, they don't hate him. They don't like him um, because I think he's kind of a little bit up on the jig of what is going on <laughs> with those people. Right. Yeah. He, has, he has to know at this point and he just can't <laughs> say anything. He's like, well, I got my merchandising. I got my family. I don't need to go down and, like say, oh yeah, they're all a satanic cult, and uh, the emperor is up there in uh, Hollywood. So, uh, <laughs> sorry guys, good luck to you. I hope you get your here's your lightsabers, go train. Right, <laughs> right. You know, I prepared you. I tried. I tried my best. 
But <laughs> Star Wars is definitely the epic battle of good versus evil, perfect parallel to what we are experiencing now, the battles on many, many fronts that we're yeah. experiencing on a personal level, societal level, global level, everywhere. And it's just a matter of tapping into our, everything that makes us human, everything that makes us wow. spiritual beings and um, fighting for that um, every day. It's worth it. Yeah, so. absolutely. John, I love Paul, you all. Thank you, Paul Rice. John. Thank there you so much. Tell, yeah, tell thanks people, for coming on, bud. Tell people how they can find you. And so, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so if you want to find uh, our company, our company, just real quickly, no restrictions, ent.com, no restrictions, entertainment. Um, we do movies that Hollywood never would have done. All of our movies, I mean, in the themes and what's coming full circle to this time, we did movies 10 years ago that are now movies in mainstream about themes of parallel dimensions and worlds, spark secret to eternal life. Our movies are on Tubi. You can rent them also off of our website through Vimeo. Um, you want to connect with me on social media. I'm at no restrictions, Instagram, Gab, and Twitter for now. And uh, if they take all those down, then I'll probably just say goodbye. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going through rebuilding my tribe, you know, one more time. I'm like, I, I had my, I had my run. Um, anyway, I love you guys. And I really love appreciate you. Uh, you allowing me to blab on your platform for a few hours. Loved having you. Thank you so much for joining us. Definitely guys check out and support John Paul Wright's work at no restrictions and definitely be sure to share this podcast. We are on BitChute, Foxhole, Gab TV, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, Pilled, Rumble, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and YouTube. And we'll see you back next time right here on Dig It. Thank you.